then just oh. we're just here. And we're All right, this is uh, Merle in the Move. The one that's I'm sitting here right with my now. two daughters, and we finna talk about some issues right now. While we play this Call of Duty, uh, Black Ops 4. So check this out. Um, we're gonna talk about this issue real quick. Let's talk about um, Earth. I used to talk about the Earth, and um, I believe that uh, the planet is it's not an accident. It's not an accident that Earth was created. Um, I think we got a responsibility to maintain and take care of the earth, take care of the planet. But like you was just saying, continue that what you were just saying about how you feel like our connection is, is stronger. I just think that people and life in general and creation has, I think earth plays a bigger part in that than what the Bible says mm -hmm. about earth. Just if you think about how much we need everything that's been put on earth to survive and if you think about how when we die we're buried we go back into the earth and we decompose naturally and soak back into the ground and if you think about how we're destroying the earth now and the earth's defense the system you know defenses are now trying to get rid of us let's take it back over. to the essence i was talking about this and you guys can, can vouch for this this is a post that was on facebook my man ron c put out ronald caldwell shout out to you bro um, milk, uh, the theory of milk. They say, you know, I think commercialized, they try to advertise milk as uh, milk does a body good, right? Milk is supposed to be good for your bones and calcium and stuff like that. But you remember that um, I used to take y'all to Dr. Sun. Remember Dr. Mm -hmm. Sun when we lived in Alton? One of my favorite doctors. And um, his big thing was that milk was what? Cow blood. Cow blood, that's exactly what to say. Only cows are supposed to drink cow milk. Only people are supposed to drink people milk. Exactly. We're not supposed to drink And when milk. he was saying that, you know, because I'm a big fan of milk. Milk is part of my... my, my Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't and didn't appreciate it because... Plus, it was knowledge I didn't know. But now, as uh, being an older person and, and understanding how things go, it makes sense. Think about this. Cows give milk to their calves. When the calves get older, do they still nurse from the nipple? No, they drink water and eat grass, right? People aren't supposed to drink milk after a certain amount of time. Exactly. That's why people can become lactose intolerant. Exactly. And that is exactly what happened to me. And exactly. I, I probably ate a pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream like a night. And milk from growing up with you is also very heavily in my was very heavily in my diet and it made me sick yeah i couldn't eat any dairy products humans are the only creatures that drink other species milk mm -hmm. and it's crazy and it's and it, the thing is it's a ploy it's advertised okay they like uh they, they, they put different nutrients in it to make you think or make you feel like that it's it's better for you, you ever seen that show uh you watch that show animals everything oh of course yeah, Kyle I love that show. You know, he was talking about mouthwash. How you know? The, exactly. They made up alopecia. Yeah, they just made to get you to, to get mouthwash. Yes, yes, to sell the brand, to sell a product, make you think and, there's a problem. And how yeah. is that not illegal? It's a lot of different things. It's like false it was advertising. Yeah, 100%. exactly. But it's as long as they have some kind of documentation or somebody does some kind of research that will say, okay, it can. Then they can they can they're gonna advertise it. Okay. It's a possibility. Like yeah. Listerine was floor cleaner. But you know you can pay yeah, exactly it was floor cleaner. It was floor cleaner. Exactly. And then they made them they, they made these ads and these commercials and then it's, the prices went about three hundred to five hundred percent. And you had to have it until today, it's a bottle right there next to you. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like if, if, if the government allows people predatory uh, advertising, pretty much what it is, they're, they're preying on your, on your senses. Mm-hmm. How is that fair? If, if it, is it unfair to say that the government would not do other things if they allow that? If it's just big business, right? I believe I don't I don't think this is I don't know I'm having facts on this, but I believe that a lot of the sources of cancer comes from a lot of the any the uh, the, the not antibiotics, but the stuff that they put in, in foods stuff to make it last longer. What yep. is that stuff called? Preservatives. Preservatives. You know what I'm saying? Because think about this during uh, during war the, in wartime. The hardest things to do is to keep your your army away out in the field. Because you gotta have rations, you gotta have supplies, you gotta have food and, and, and clean water for them to, to have. Mm-hmm. So they had a contest. Who could come up with a, with a way to save food, to make food last longer? It was a government thing. And some guy came up with a way to create preservatives to where you can make food last longer in the field. It's a chemical. So if you start injecting chemicals in food and we eat this daily, this isn't all. It started off with small things for the war. And once they do that, then they move on and they can, they can copyright it because it's money and it moves on to other things. So now we eat food as, as, as a people, daily preservatives, all kind of stuff. Then now they're trying to change it now with GMOs and things like that. But for years you were raised on these things and they wonder why. We have all the issues we have. Mm-hmm. Like so, cancer. And it's government regulated. You know what I mean? That's and you what, can't sue the government. Yeah. And you can't sue the government. You know? So, it's scary when you come up in a world like that. Mm-hmm. Tell me this. When you think about yourself, uh, I'm going to go back to this Kanye, this Kanye Donald Trump thing. When you, when you think of yourself as a black person in America, who do you feel best represents you? Because I think some white people feel that Kanye, or at least maybe in that they don't know black people, or don't know who Kanye really is, may feel with him meeting with Donald Trump, he's a spokesperson for black people. How, you know, how do you feel about that, Brianna? I feel like I'm not being heard at all, because those are zero in my opinions. I, I agree with, with Trump on absolutely zero issues. So do you feel that Kanye is, is a representative of, of, of you, of black people? Absolutely not. I think it's really unfair. That's I feel like think? that's why a lot of people are so mad. Like, you're so powerful and you have a voice that actually means to something. Be and this is what you're choosing you're, to do with And it. you're siding with everything that we're trying to tell people we're not okay with. So you're basically so you're using your power and your voice to go against our cause. Mm-hmm. That's going to frustrate a lot of people, and that's that what happening. That is frustrating a lot of people, yeah. So after the Taylor Swift thing, a lot of people on that side already hated Kanye West, and now he's losing the other side of his fan base as well with this Trump. Well, a lot of people say that they, 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 uh, his mother, you know, that he started having a lot of issues after his mother's pass. But a lot of people are tired of giving him a pass for that. I am also one that is tired of giving him a pass. Megan McCain was on The View, and you know her father, John McCain, just passed away. And, um, and she said people handled grief in different ways. But I think Kanye has used his whole, not just that situation, but his whole, everything he's going through as a grandstand type. Well, he has mental illness. Yeah, yeah. I think he's True. a victim of mental illness, and he he accept he's starting self confess self confess victim victim. He says this. Yeah, right? he says this. He understands that he has this, but he's not gonna ever take the steps to make it better. Mm-hmm. So that you can't 
keeps saying, he's oh, using it as Kanye, a crutch, as a crutch, basically saying well, he that he knows he has issues, but he's choosing to not exactly. So instead, he's like, well, them. I'm doing this because of this instead of I'm doing this and because of this, and I need to get help now. Like I, I need. Yeah, I realize that what I'm doing is because it's of not my okay. mental illness. Yeah, instead of being like, and it's not okay, he's just like, it. I know it's not okay, but. So do you, you know. do you so do you feel that uh, that the president Donald Trump is taking advantage? Because why why would he even broadcast? Why is that even a photo op of him talking to Donald Trump in the Oval Office? Oh, I think this is making them very happy. I think they love the fact that Kanye is doing this because it can show that look, Donald Trump likes Kanye. He's not racist. Yeah, and he was in there saying nigga and everything. It's not cool. It's no, the. It's not. That's exactly what they want to happen. They want this to happen. That's why there was set up for a photo op and everything because they know they can promote this and use it to their advantage. They never, they never, they never discuss the exact conversation that they talked about after that. Like, you know, he was talking about Larry Hoover. Do you guys know who Larry Hoover is? Mm-hmm. He was the leader of the, uh, uh, the GDs. Oh, he's still creator of the GDs. Um, against the disciples. But, I, you know, that's and that I, I get the ploy because people said that ever since the uh, um, um, he's been locked up, that the gang violence got out of control. And maybe if he came back and had some more chiefs, that's what they call them, chiefs or leaders in, in that area. But it would settle down some of the gang violence, which is, in my, my opinion, being from southern Illinois, that's false because that, that gang stuff came all the way down there, too. The, the reason why the gang violence has always been gang violence. Chicago has been about gang since before Al Capone. Uh, and Al Capone ain't from Chicago. He's from New York. He came there and, you know what I'm saying, and just jumped in with the gangsters. It was already there. He was, it was a capo. He was a boss. That's what made him so high. But anyway, uh, the reason why the gang violence is so bad in Chicago is because of the projects. Because we was a part of I lived in Dooley Drive's projects, okay? The Southern Illinois, Alton, Illinois. And the reason when they started um, getting rid of the public housing, tearing down the public housing, that's what separated the gangs. So then you had neighboring gangs mixed in and all over Chicago. So you had the West Side, uh, you know, uh, the, the BDs and, the, uh, uh, you know, the uh, Four Corner Hustlers and Vice Lords, all in different areas. Because neighborhoods are, are, uh, are done by, are sectioned off by gangs by where you live at. Like if you live in a certain area, that's the gang that's there. Usually you're going to be affiliated. Even if you ain't part of the gang, you're going to be affiliated. That's why when you go into other parts of the area, they ask you where you from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They ask you, you know, who you is. Who are you? Mm-hmm. No, they ask you where you from. Because if you're in a different part of town or they don't know you, you want to know where you're from. So you know, you know what I'm saying, what kind of people, who right. you are, what sex yeah. you want. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? And if, say the, and if you say the wrong, you say the wrong neighborhood in the wrong neighborhood, that you might get fucked. Exactly. So that's what that's about. It ain't got nothing to do with the Chiefs. Yeah, that's probably why things, different people took over, kind of got wild, but it would still be doing what it's doing if they hadn't tore down the projects. That's what separated them. So yeah, uh, and, and the only way to combat that, in my idea, is an influx of money. Influx of money. If they would have gave us the reparations, if, if they if, if they would have stuck to the deal that Abraham Lincoln had with the fleet, with the slaves that fought with the with the North against the South against the Confederates, we would be okay now because we would have had a starting place where our, our ancestors, our, our grandfathers, grandfathers would have had a better way of life because they would have had property. Forty acres in a mule would have been given, but instead they killed Lincoln and scrapped the deal and just said we're gonna set y'all free and we're not gonna give y'all nothing though. We're not gonna give you no land. We're not gonna Good give luck. you nothing to work. Good How luck to you. You want to be free? You're free. They started us down at the bottom. Exactly. You've okay. always had a leg up. Always. Mm-hmm. And just like I said a minute ago, in 1933, 
or in the 1930s when Franklin Delano Roosevelt after the depression. And honestly, that's the and that yeah, that is the only reason why we have gangs because they don't teach you how you can be a functioning citizen in society and schools. And if, and if Ryder, knock it off. Right, Paxton, get up. If she's if she's scratching you and stuff, don't stay down there with her. Just get up. Get out. All right, and we're back. We took a little break, a little intermission. We'll get back and talk about a few issues. It's still Merle on the move right now. I'm sitting here with my daughters, Brianna and Kyla. So let's go over uh, some. We go over some movies, and we can go over some Halloween costumes for 2018, because that's right around the corner. Day to Dead is right after Halloween. I did not know that the Day to Dead was November 1st. I didn't either. I thought the Day to Dead was somewhere around Halloween. But it's well, Halloween is like October thirty first, the day after. So, yeah, yeah. I, guess so, I don't know much about that. It's, it's a pagan holiday, right? Um, that's interesting that you say that because there is a show on Netflix. It's a newer sh- show on Netflix. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but we watched the first episode of it because it sounded really good. It was about this man who travels around different countries um, and and visits their morbid history. He looks at the morbid history of wherever he's at, and he went to uh, he went somewhere in Mexico where they have a big um, Day of the Dead festival and mm-hmm. things like that to look at yeah. the other side to see the church's opinion of um, that, and then the other side. Um, and the way that they look at it, it's not it's not really a pagan thing, right? Because you watched you were watching it with it with me, right? No, I think Austin watched that with you. Oh, I thought you were there though. Okay, well, I don't think that they... I don't think it was a, more of a pagan thing because... Um, I don't know. I wish... I don't I don't know much about uh, the, the back story behind Halloween. Um, but I'm sure it is one. I do... I do participate in it. Uh, a lot of churches do. I used to, matter of fact, my first Halloween parties was at churches. You know, we'd go... I don't know if they considered it Halloween. They didn't decorate with Halloween stuff. But we bought for apples... You know, played games. Maybe it was a different arterial thing to do. Uh, but how do you feel about... How, how did you feel about it when you was a kid growing up doing Halloween? Was it something that you was excited about? Oh, yeah. Oh, always. I loved it. But always, like, one of my favorite times of the year. Because I loved getting dressed up. And I loved going to order and candy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Most definitely. But when it, we had, like, school parties, they were fall parties. Yeah. We didn't have Halloween it parties. It wasn't Halloween parties. And also, I love the Halloween culture because I love scary movies, love watching scary movies, love getting creeped out. I, so I love all the movies that they play on TV, especially like when ABC, ABC will do like the the whole Halloween movie. Yeah. It's not ABC Family anymore, now it's Freeform. 30 Days. Yeah, one, of, one, one, of them, one of them series stations do like 30 Days of Halloween. I think AMC it's like, or it's something perfect. like that. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I love pumpkins. Love Everyone knows I love pumpkins in every form. Call, you know, he's calling me father real quick. Hey, Let's do the movies. Anyway, we're gonna uh, go ahead and start over this on this movie now. Uh, movies. Now, y'all was talking about the nun. Uh, a movie that I suggested a minute ago. We should uh, everybody should check out is a movie called Mother. We'll get that another time. After y'all checked it out, we'll talk about that. But let's talk about The Nun. Now, I said the movie wasn't bad because I thought it kind of stuck with the other movies, but I'm going to get your opinion, uh, 
You know what? Let's go with Kyla. Let's see her Kyla's opinion. Then we're going to end it up with Brianna. How'd you feel about the movie tonight? I thought that it was very boring. I thought there were, it was pretty pointless and that it was just a filler movie just to do it because the nun, they hardly showed the nun. And then the way they tried to force it into the timeline, I think doesn't even make sense because it seemed like the movie took place in the past, like very far in the past. And yet the man who the nun, like, I guess, attached to was supposed to be the guy that the couple tried to perform an exorcism on. But he didn't seem any older. So I think the timelines don't even match up like that. Okay, so yeah, the timeline from The Conjuring, because the the two, yeah, the two demonologists in The Conjuring that the nun is spin off on, they did a really loose-lipped, loose-lipped, um, it was really loose how they tried to combine those movies. Because I agree with you 100%, the movie was very boring. It just seemed very poorly written. And there was a lot of slow parts, just a couple jump scares here and there, and that was about it. And it was pretty much the same type of jump scares that you saw in The Conjuring, because they had the the person hanging, you know, from the tree and then chasing him. And we saw the the witch, the original witch from the original Conjuring, hanging from a tree and swinging. Then, so they're kind of just regurgitating old scares from their previous movies and. The, the problem that I had the most with this movie was they did a really quick, sloppy job of giving us the nun's backstory about where that demon originated from. And on top of that, that little snippet sounded better than the entire storyline of the nun. Because why didn't they show us that? True. If they should have made the movie out of where the nun came from instead of where the nun was at before it got into that dude to get to the demonologist from The Conjuring because... I started watching it uh, <clears throat> uh, well, I should, I should get back to it before I watched it, I should say I should start watching before I watched The Nun I watched um, The Conjuring 1 again, I've seen The Conjuring 1 and The Conjuring 2, we all seen those together but I, I re-watched The Conjuring 1 uh, I don't know why I just watched 1 and not 2 but I did so I watched Conjuring 1 and so when I went to watch The Nun, The Conjuring 1 did link up with The Nun to me because The Nun was before The Conjuring 1. Okay, so that's why it was. If you, if you think about it, uh, in, in The Conjuring, it's, it's the guy. It's the father or whatever. Well, this was a whole different family that moved into the house in, in The Nun. Okay, and I guess it happened. They were saying that it was some demon that happened in that that chapel or wherever yeah, that that like, yeah. Um so it, it did it did try to link loosely I agree it was loosely but because I had just watched The Conjuring it did kind of link up with me a little bit more you know more what you're right because The that. Conjuring is, was but in it like didn't the link 70s up to the, it wasn't it wasn't right. present day right True. The Conjuring 1 was in the 70s so this so was before this dude that could have been, and it seemed like it might have been like the, the 40s 60s yeah, yeah that does make sense you know so, so they kind of went back went back 40s 50s 60s because remember The Conjuring 2 was totally different than what the nun it, it, it wouldn't fit up so then like it was a it didn't link up with The Conjuring 2, and it wasn't something that was after The Conjuring 2. It was something that was before The Conjuring. Right. You know what I mean? But like I said, I did agree. It, it was a couple of loose scares in it. Uh, 
I still think they could have. The done story, better. the storyline that you yeah, said that they should have went the original storyline. Yeah. Uh, if they would have stuck with that, mm. I think would have been a little bit better than the possession. So what I'm trying to, what I think about this movie, I think the reason why they made it so, I don't know, so why they weren't so invested in it because I thought all of the big top horror productions were collaborating on the nun. I thought that's what I saw in the preview. I thought I saw like Bloom House and like. I don't a bunch know. of other ones working on that. Maybe not. I could be wrong about that. But mm. I'm hoping that this was just a movie to throw out there to keep everybody interested while they're working something on something bigger. Well, because they, they, like you saw the the actual nun, you know, demon, maybe four times that entire it, movie. And it was good. I, that was kind of, it was creepy. It was creepy to me. I will say one thing about that movie. I will, if... They're trying to say that the visions that that nun was having mm-hmm. is somehow related to the visions that the demonologist has mm-hmm. in some way. I think so. I think so. If they're trying to make that a thing, I could see a point to that movie so. and seeing how that nun was involved with that demon. Okay, that would make a lot more sense. To why that demon why that is so demon obsessed with her the demonologist. Yeah, because it does so seem like... So if it's like that, then that, that would make sense. Why they need to show that. To, to their family, for sure. Okay. Let's let's jump ahead to uh, uh, another movie that's coming out this Halloween season. Uh, Jason. Not Jason. Michael Myers, I'm sorry. Oh, Halloween. Yeah. Was it Halloween? This oh, one's called Halloween yeah. something. I don't, I don't remember Last one was Resurrection it. or something. This one's totally different. Yeah. Halloween something. But, but you got Jamie Lee, Lee Curtis, Curtis is in it. Yeah. Yes. That's going to be excited. Very um, excited. What do you think about it? How you feel? I'm very excited to see this movie. I think it's going to be one of the best ones that are newer. One of the best newer movies just because Jamie Lee Curtis is Are you a fan movie. of the series? Of course. I've always loved it. I'm a big slasher film. My two favorite styles of horror movies is a good slasher film and a good supernatural type of thing. I'm not into the real gory, gory stuff, yeah. but I do love a eh, 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 slasher. <laughs> and Michael Myers is one of the goats. Yeah, he so is. So I'm extra it's excited. My, and Jamie Curtis I'm scared of. is a very strong actor. I was never scared of Freddy Krueger. She's one of the original Scream Queens. Yeah. Oh, I was just being on the puppy pad, but it's, it, she missed yeah. it. Good job. I'm not a... I'm <laughs> talking about her little puppy. Uh, what's your cup puppy's name? Ryder. Ryder. Ryder's a good girl. Uh, but I love doing say, a podcast like this, don't right. you? Real life. I will say that on a different angle, that movie is going to make a whole lot of money. You think so? <laughs> it's going to make yes, it a is. very large amount of money because even if they lost people in making so many of these Halloween movies, Jamie Lee Curtis being in is going to bring yeah. back the original fans. True. This movie is going to make so much money. It's probably going to be the highest grossing Halloween of all time. So when is this? Uh, before we move around. What's your favorite Halloween pilot? Your favorite Halloween movie of all time? Just one. Halloween. Movie. Halloween, not scary movie. Halloween, like when that season comes around, what movie are you or style or what movie are you liking? This, you want to see? When it's Halloween, I have to go with the slasher. Any slasher movie is perfect for Halloween. So what's your it's favorite? It's not my of all favorite time? type of Halloween movie, but I would say that the original, the Halloween movies, you have to watch on Halloween. You have to. I agree with that. I do think you have to watch scary movies during Halloween time. And scary movies are my all-time fave, so I watch them all year round. So, Brie, which one one is your favorite? But when I'm going to say my favorite would be Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Anytime it's Halloween, I get excited to watch Hocus Pocus because they always play it on, like, basic cable television around Halloween time. And so... 
and I don't watch it, you know, any other time. But Halloween. Halloween, so that's it's the my tradition big one. of it. That's my big one. I love. My, it. I, I like. Uh, I think Halloween time because I don't watch these. I, I guess I probably watch these movies any any time. But I really like to watch them around Halloween time. It would be like Children of the Corn. I like demonic, like the demonic seance. You know, they do like the, the yeah, you know, the demonic kind of Very things. Uh, so I would I would do like Children of the original, not the older ones, but the original Children of the Corn. Is, is is really good around this time of year, you know, because the, the corn mazes, yeah, and the Iowa. pumpkins, you <laughs> and know. We are in Iowa. Yeah, so I think <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> anytime that pops on at this time of year, I'm definitely right, tuned in. So, yeah, all right, let's go ahead and wrap up this podcast. I think it was a good start for our first one. Appreciate it, Brianna. Bree Easy coming through here, and Kugalindale. <laughs> Shaolin coming through, my baby. And uh, we can continue. We're gonna do this on a on a more regular basis. So uh, if y'all tune into this podcast, make sure y'all stay tuned. And uh, we do take donations. So anything you want to throw towards this podcast to keep us in tune, we're gonna keep great topics coming around. Throw it on. We appreciate it. It's Merle on the move.